Welcome to Go Home Heat, an NXT podcast. Let's dive right in. We get Zoe Starks versus Tony Storm. Banger alert. Dude, Zoe reminds me so much of the like AWA, NWA, Smoky Mountain baby face. Even her outfit, if you put leg warmers on her, she's like yeah. better built than beautiful Bobby. But you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the way she wrestles kind of. And uh, maybe even a little bit like uh, Marty Jannetty's old tag team partner. I, I forget his name. What was that guy's name? The, that dude will never be anything. From the Midnight Rockers? <laughs> okay. So, what did you think about this fight? Oh, I loved it, dude. What a great opening match. Yeah. Tony had to go over or her character would really be behind. It doesn't hurt Zoe at all. Tony goes over. She had that... Uh, what was it? A hip toss DDT? Yeah, kind of. Jesus, I thought she killed her. When they showed the replay, I don't I don't think her head even hip ever hit the ground, but No, slick. Yeah, right. That's the way it's supposed to be, right? That's perfect. And then as as she's getting to celebrate her happiness, we have something we don't see in a lot of other TV shows. A heel steals a heel spotlight. Oh yeah. And Storm ain't cool with it. Frankie Monet's music hits, and she's got her little doggy, and she said, you know, she's letting everyone know that she'll be out next week. And Frankie has spent the better part of the last month irritating the women's tag division, the women's baby faces, the women's heels, the announcers. She's belittled everybody. She's more important than everything else on the show. Did you like this? I loved it, dude. I loved every bit of it. Right. Okay. So then we so we've addressed the the women's division a little bit here, and then we move into a, ta- a tag team uh, division where we got Legato del Fantasmo talking about how they want their title shot. Thatcher and Champa interrupt interrupt, and uh, Thatcher speaks a little Spanish there. He says something about a cat, I believe. Is that right? Cat doesn't wear pants or something. I don't know. Something shoes. Along those lines. Cats don't wear shoes, which falls in line with the fact that they used a shoe, but a shoe reference to both mess up the grizzled young vets and beat the grizzled young vets. Remember, they made him yeah. mad because they pointed out the whole "if you hate what's if you hate Gibson, take your shoe off" chant that was back in NXT the one day, and then they yeah. then they take a shoe off of. Barrett and and uh, and smack smack him upside the head and cost him the match. So it was kind of a funny, weird combat. A, a long way around to have a, <laughs> a callback, if that makes sense. But that's going to yeah. wind up being a match tonight. And then um, Cameron Grimes is pulled up in his Rolls Royce, I believe. Uh, Atlas yeah. speaks to him. Oh. Grimes tosses Atlas his keys to park his car for him, and Atlas informs him that the 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 spot reserved for the rich guy is actually the million dollar man's, and he's already parked in it. And to which that turns into I'm going to kick your ass, and so we're going to get this later on down the road tonight, later on in this show, Atlas versus Grimes. Uh, Candace and Indy are having a spa day. Um, Loomis creepily appears i guess or magically however you want to look at it and magic yeah and magic. He, he's rubbing the temples of 
Indy because she's got uh, cucumbers over her eyes like you would have at the spa sometimes. I, I've i seen this on television. I don't know this for a fact. I've never had a spa day, although I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. Like, if, if you would like me to have a spa day out there, if somebody would like to sponsor that, I'm all, I'm all good. You know, set me up. I'll go. But, anywho, Candace runs down Loomis. Indy thanks Candace for helping her see the light to Loomis. And Loomis is just a loser, loser, loser. And he walks off heartbroken, as we all are, heartbroken over this. And we'll move on because they give us a video package of Bowler and Cross where uh, they bring in Paul Heyman and Pat McAfee, and I don't know the other guy's name, but those guys Jim do it. Smith. What? He's an MMA. You, Jimmy Smith's former fighter and usually does MMA commentary. Okay. He did well here. Oh, yeah. He's great. Paul, of course. Pat McAfee, of course. And they did a great job of hyping me up for this match next week. Then you two? I was, I was pumped, dude. I was so pumped for this. Yeah. Paul Heyman, man, worked his weight in gold. Pat, too, now, huh? Oh, dude. Without a doubt. It's crazy. I thought there was no way I'd ever like Pat McAfee. And now he's, he's just running. He's me wrong. Absolutely. Jake Atlas versus Cameron Grimes. And Cameron runs the uh, DiBiase footage, that uh, embarrassing footage over the course of a heel career in a character in a cartoonish time. Like DiBiase worked, there were many times where stuff was thrown on him or, you know, different ways of losing. So Grimes trying to prove that DiBiase is not the legend that he is. Did all that stuff to embarrass him, which sets up what will wind up happening eventually. We get a pretty good match here. DiBiase distraction winds up costing Cameron Grimes the match. Uh, before we get into too much of that, Atlas is in a weird spot, right? Oh, without a doubt. He can wrestle. He's a good wrestler, but I noticed the silence during this match. And that just... It ain't Cameron Grimes. Like, I see Cameron wrestle a lot. They're not silent during a lot of Cameron Grimes matches. I just did it. It struck me as odd that there would be silence in a match with a guy like as talented as Atlas working. Yeah. He really needs to find whatever it is that can make him a lightning bolt. Because if not, he it's not like he won't be able to work in the industry and maybe even win mid-card titles. But he... It, Look, I love Frankie Kazarian, and I'm a huge. Oh man, I'm a huge Roddy Strong fan. But there's a reason why those guys don't tend to be main event main eventers. They could be main mm -hmm. eventers for a show, but not pay per views. And it's because for whatever reason they don't resonate. They don't push your emotional needle at all. But you know, Frankie Kazarian's in a match. He's gonna kill it. Roddy's in the match. That poor guy that's wrestling him, he's going to have a sore back when this thing's over. And you need that guy in your company. You know what I mean? Like, you have to have a Frankie Kazarian. You have to have a Roddy Strong. You have to have a guy that can go out there, have great matches, 
put guys over, um, win here and there, be in factions, be dependable every week. You got to have that. But you need them. Right now, Atlas is on the cusp of one or the other, and he's really closer to the Kazarian strong spot, right? Yeah. Now, to the fun stuff. <laughs> uh, DiBiase gets to the limo, and and he's about to drive away, and Grimes comes running outside, and what was it that DiBiase said to him? You're pretty good, kid. You're a million-dollar man. Yeah, you're pretty good, but you're no million-dollar man. And then, you know, Atlas winds up on his hands and knees screaming, why Ted DiBiase in the parking lot? I will never get tired of this. No, no. The the only question to me, now what you could do with Atlas, it's a risk, but you could have the million-dollar man pay Atlas to continue to beat Grimes. And then yeah. may, and maybe that turns into I would do it somebody else though. I mean somebody's gonna get paid by the million dollar man. Oh yeah. I would probably go a different different route. But if you want to invest in Atlas, maybe that's the route you go, you know? Title uh, a second title segment here. You have Pete Dunn with a sit-down interview, he's really good here. He talks about the guy asked a really cool question for him, which is, you know, where do you get your unique wrestling style, which which opens the door for him to talk about being in Japan, being in different areas of Europe, being in uh, the U.S., and learning his craft in that manner. And I thought it was well done. And then as he takes that into wanting the real gold medal, which would be the the NXT championship. I uh I'm pretty fired up about Pete Dunn right now. Oh dude, he's 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 a superstar. Absolutely. Speaking of which, sorta. Alexander Wolf loses to Killian Dane. Imperium beat him up. This was not a whole lot here. What happens with Wolf? He got he got let go. That's it. He's not a Sir? Yeah, that's what happened. He got let go. He's, he's not working for WWE no more. Right, right. That's that's tough, man, because he can work a little bit. It would, I thought for sure they were going to wind up going with Wolf into um into like a tag team with Dane. Yeah. But doing what you do with Maverick, and Maverick is something that they really like because he can both talk and wrestle. Okay, Thatcher and Champa versus Wild Mendoza. I thought this was fantastic. Uh, it's kind of what makes tag team wrestling cool. You have your luchadors versus your mat technicians. Um, moderate moments of success for both throughout the match. Mendoza took an elbow to the face that wound, they wound up having to check on him to make sure he was okay. Uh, oh yeah, he got busted. Yeah, he got a little. Yeah, he got a little nosebleed going there. Um, but it was to me a standout performance from Mendoza. And like Escobar, these guys wrestle real physical, and it doesn't have to be all high flying stuff. Although they can kind of do that when they want to. 
and they wind up going over here when the Grizzled Young Vets come down and attack Champ outside the ring and then roll him into the ring, and then you get there. They got to come up with a name for that leg sweep kick to the mouth finish they have because it's too good to not have a name, right? Oh, dude, it is. It is. Okay, so then they're going to assume go into something with MSK and MSK? Yeah. And then the, they have so many initials in this company. And uh, the Grizzled Young Vets, the G, GYVs, are going into something with Thatcher and Champa or continuing something with Thatcher and Champa. Cool with all of that? You're cool with all that? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Right. Bobby Fish wants a piece of Pete Dunn, which only makes me more excited about Pete Dunn. Fish comes. A- Go ahead. I'm just saying that could be a great match. That could be epic. I, I agree. He Two had an issue. Yeah, he had an issue with Lorkin. Lorkin's not around right now. Done. Fish states, I helped O'Reilly because more it had more to do with Dunn and Lorkin than it did with O'Reilly. You put me on the shelf. When I was on the shelf, I had to watch my team implode. And now I'm back, and you think you're a great wrestler. Well, you know, I can do it too. And that's the thing, man. I am a little bit... When Kyle O'Reilly got to do solo wrestling, it was like, wow, I forgot how good this guy really is at pro wrestling because you hadn't seen it here because he'd been in tag team stuff and triple twist and you can be great but it's you know singles is different and to give fish this chance i mean i don't think he'll win a lot of matches against upper tier guys like i don't see him beating done but i see them having a fantastic match you i think so i think so yeah i, I, I thought he gave a good little promo too for a guy who doesn't get to do it much dean malenko ish Ooh. Right? Ma- nice. Matter of factly telling you what I'm going to do to you. Um, Candace winds up having issues with the credit cards at the spa. And then as they try to talk through what could be wrong, it turns out that there was an unpaid florist payment from two weeks ago. And Indy figures it all out. And the, ma- the main takeaway here. Go ahead. She's a detective. She is a detective. Interesting that she didn't seem mad at Candace at all, though. No. Much more happy about the fact that she realizes Dexter Loomis still loves her. Oh. And the, only, the only person more happy about this than Indy Hartwell, or Indy Wrestling, if you if you would, was Beth Phoenix. She is very happy about all of this. Called called my man a curmudgeon for not being happy about this. What? Good use of the word. <laughs> it was. It was excellent. The Way give us a fantastic promo there, and Johnny gives us inspiring and hysterical <laughs> words because he doesn't realize he's funny. No, no. He's serious about all this. Oh, he is. In Austin Theory is such a clown. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Robert Stone, zoot suit, in tow, looking... Um, 
beautiful. Loved just, it. Just missing. Right? It it look it, it I think it looks good, but uh, it's a little much and it's perfect. Well, he's, to do. he's a little bit goofy. It's perfect for who he is, right? Alea versus Saray. And I, I just love watching Alea work, dude. I'm, I know I'm probably wrong, but dude, she just she goes out there and she gets whooped and she puts up a good fight and takes a beating. And this is what winds up happening here. Uh, she eventually gets murked by Saray and Saray wins. And I think this was a another you know they're they're presenting Saray as the killer that she is. Um, you liked it? Oh, I do. She's she's dead, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that uh, all the girls in the locker room are going to realize when you get out there with her, you're going to have to... If you don't get yours too, you're going to be the only one out there not getting yours. Yeah, buckle your chin strap, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Shotzi and Ember give a little backstage promo, sitting on the tank, a little barking. What'd you think? Oh, it was good. It was, you know, just, hey, we're not out of this yet. We're coming for you. Right. Hit Row, first action in the ring oh. as a faction. Ashante the Adonis, he seems to be the crazy guy. Top dollar is the heater. Um, Davari and Nice are on their way to main event in 205 Live permanently. They get murked. Uh, the only time that was really competitive is when the Adonis's temper gets the better of him and causes them to have to kind of pull him off of them. The big boy gets to show out pretty big time and they get the pin. Then we get a promo by each of them and Swerve tells the people that he's coming for that winner of the North American title. Swerve is arrogant. The The other three are happy and confident and I think this is a cool thing that they got going on here. What do you think? I like it. I think it's a cool faction. I think they've got everything you need. I think they'll grow into it a little bit. They gotta figure out how what their whole thing's gonna be. But uh, for a start, I like it a lot. And I'm you know me, I'm a swerve mark. Correct. I also hope that the what what are they calling the young lady? B-Fab. Okay. I hope that she's a wrestler because I think this I, – I, I like the fact that The Way has two females in it and that they support each other. It, it gives – it allows for continuity in the segments, you know, and I, I, I just – she just – dude, she kind of looks like a star, so if she's a good wrestler, that's pretty freaking cool, right? Yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful about everybody. Yeah, you got everybody else is, so I'm I'm gonna be hopeful for her. That top got that top dollar guy. He's gonna be a lot to handle. Yeah, he big. He fast. Mm-hmm. He can talk too. I like that guy. I think he's got a lot of upside. Yes, absolutely. Now speaking of upside, we get the steel cage match we were promised: Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed. And as good as I thought this was going to be, I felt like it was better. Uh, the cage winds up storyline-wise hurting Gargano sometimes. 
uh, like when he tries to go for the final heartbeat, his feet kind of get caught between the ropes in the in the in the in the cage itself, not allowing him to get through. And also helps him sometimes when his buddy Theory climbs it and helps or slams the cage onto Bronson Reed's head as he's trying to exit the door. Um the finish winds up being Johnny crawling towards the door as Reed is standing on the top rope in the middle and he splashes him on the back while he's crawling and then he does a tsunami and just flat as a pancake Johnny must have been. Dude, that was such a good... I'm so happy for Bronson Reed. That was a great match, a great story they told in the ring. Johnny Gargano, man, does no wrong in the ring and uh, really Bronson did a great job. He reminds me, I, I, and, and again, I, just the body type, the style, and everything. He's he's Bam Bam Bigelow, dude, I, and I, I'm really happy to see somebody with that kind of style and skill set. Right, right. He's not quite Kevin Owens, but and and I will say this, dude. Bam Bam Bigelow was pretty doggone athletic, dude. That's what's the thing, man. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so surprised. Yeah, he was. He could have in, in a different era where they passed belts around a little more. The Beast of the East could have really, really been a champion, and and been. You know what I mean? Like he could have been so much more if he'd just been in a different time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just wrong place, wrong time for him. Yeah. Now. Do we think Bronson is a transitional champion, or do we think he's going to get to keep it for a little bit? I think he'll keep it for a little bit, and then he'll be moved up. He, I think he's going to get a chance at the big belt. Whatever cross goes somewhere else? Yeah. Now, the thing is, though, you want Swerve, right? Uh huh. And that's probably who Bronson's getting next. So, do you have a thought on that? Oh, I think they should put something between that and kick the can on that one. A little bit. His first, his first uh, challenger. Right. That, That you're exactly right. Like Swerve doesn't need to lose right now, and neither does Bronson. Um, I do really want to see Bronson get a run with this belt. I love the fact that we have a Hoss as a champ at the mid-card level. You know, and it's just... I, that I was just thinking when I said, do you want Swerve or, or Bronson? Normally with, with wrestling, you have a clear guy that you want in these big feuds, right? And NXT does a good job of prevent, presenting people in such a way where you kind of want them both to do well. Yeah. And you don't want to go. go ahead. The hardest thing about the show is like, I like all these guys. Right. Right. It's the opposite of some, some other things you might see on say seven to 10 on a Monday our time. Yes. <laughs> all right. So you had a great night. Oh, it was great. Right, me too. 
Me too. For my man, Justin, this is me, KP. Thank you for calling in, Justin. Yes, sir. Awesome. Uh, copyright 2021. Visit our friends at the GIN Project, the G-I-N-N project.com, and go home. <laughs>